0: Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Well, look at that. Got a, like an intro thing for the podcast. Hello. Uh, welcome along to another radio broadcasty thing. So we take the radio show, we trim down the bits so that you get a way of absorbing some news through podcast form without having to regurgitate all of those 80s hits that I play on the radio as well. Um, on the show today, there's loads, there's more stuff than we can get through. I have a feeling there will be loads of stuff that we have to cover off at the end. I was going to do a thing where um, I was going to play you a clip from a stand-up comedy show I did over the weekend. Because last week, previously on the radio show, I mentioned that I often do a joke about sleeping with a fan on me in the heat. And if you are a fan, email in. And for some reason, I ended up doing it on stage by accident. And I filmed that gig. So I was going to play you a clip of that. Um, but I actually deleted all of the footage of it in anger because I went to the gig and I said to the person running it, Where well, should I put the camera so I can film myself? And he said, Oh, just put it right there, right there, put it right there. So I set it up perfect, press record, went on stage, and he just stood in front of it. So if you want a 20 minute uh, video of the back of some guy's head in silhouette, I'm your guy. Let's put that on my OnlyFans. But meanwhile, we did a radio show where we looked at the news and it came out smelling like this. On the show today, nice things to get through. Many news stories. For example, we'll be discussing... uh, There's a thing about the Elizabeth line, which I find very poignant, given the amount of time I've spent on it. Um, Something to do with buckets, but not like that. Something to do with... Oh, there's this story about pets. Maybe we just... Well, it says ensuring your pet can now cost you more than looking after your home. And I feel sorry for the pets, because... If ever the price of a new pet gets anywhere near the price of pet insurance... Do you know what I'm saying? Am I heartless? I'm heartless. But, to you know what, if we talk about that later, I'll give you a warning so you can make your dog face the other way. Uh, he'll still be able to hear it. They've got good hearing, haven't they? Maybe we just won't do it. Um, something about the heat probably needs to be mentioned after this weekend. All of that lies ahead of us like a show. I like to give you the news from the weather news that you get in tabloids as well, and they've warned, saying hosepipe bans could return following the heatwave. Fat cat water firm bosses have even begged customers to leave their clothes and cars dirty to save water supplies. You are kidding me. I know I moan about this a lot. But there's always some story about don't wash, don't use soap, don't shower. The one thing I want is to live in a world where people have had a wash. Am I really asking too much? So anyway, but hosepipe bans. I am. Um, I'm also self-aware enough to realise for fifty weeks of the year I'd never use a hosepipe, and then if for two weeks they bring in a hosepipe ban, oh, I'm absolutely furious. I'm afraid it's not that positive. This next news story, I suppose, for us because they've done a little look into London's worst um, train line. In fact, maybe it's all the train lines, but London's one's top. It, London's newest rail line, named after the Queen, the Elizabeth Line, has seen more cancellations than on any other network. We we're so blessed. You know when they were calling it Crossrail, and we heard it'd be around these parts. And then we had to wait for ages and it was over budget and they dug through stuff. Then eventually, finally, they gave us the trains, but not the Elizabeth line. We had those new trains for ages. And then finally, they're bringing the Elizabeth line, but not for the whole lot of it, basically just to Paddington. And then finally, they get it running uh, with the worst cancellations on the network. Office for Rail and Road figures show that 9.1% of services on the Elizabeth line did not run in the four weeks to uh, August. Well, there you go. Look at that. It just goes to show what you can put your mind to, because even though it's the newest train line, they've managed to make it just as bad as the others. Really, they don't need to hang around these days, do they? They can they can achieve that level of crumbling Britain without putting that much effort in these days. So I doff my cap to them. My point was, I'm not calling it Twitter, even though they call it Twitter now. I'm calling it no, I'm not. I've uh, made that a mess. I'm not calling it X, I'm still calling it Twitter, because the web address is Twitter.com, not X.com. The other day I tried it, typed in X.com, it works. Oh, so maybe I do have to say X me, at Mr. Stephen Allen, if that's what you're into. Um, there's a piece of research here about things that Brits have put on their places to visit before they die bucket list, but they've looked at the weird ones. Brits have chosen the weirdest place that they'd like to visit before they die, including a beer pool in Austria. Uh, A mass zombie walk in Denmark. Why would you? If you want to go to a place where everyone's shuffling along and they're not really thinking, any high street thanks to mobile phones, thank you. 2,000 people were asked what the quirkiest places they'd want to go to. And the bucket list study uh, found out that there's also a giant omelette festival in France where chefs rustle up a giant 1,500 egg omelette. Yeah. What would make it to, not your places to visit, but your weirdest things you'd like to see before you, uh, you know, cark it. Let's not get too gross, but you can x me, at Mr Stephen Allen, as apparently you have to say now. You can trap me down on other social media and all of that lark. The strangest things you'd like to see before it all goes. The next story kind of slightly ruins a childhood image I suppose that I have, but you've just got to deal with the truth. So Carol Vorderman's been interviewed a lot. She gets into... Uh, arguments online about politics but also she's been interviewed about her personal life she has what she calls special friends it's a selection of about six blokes that she just you know sees in special ways special friends but carol vorderman has now said that she's been inundated with men who have applying replying for the, the role the 62 year old countdown legend who appeared on the show well, no one cares about that um said that she's got at least five lovers and now a lot of men keep asking me if they'd like to be my special friend um i have to say no it doesn't work like that well if ever in their defense carol vorderman you're a lovely looking woman you're a lovely woman in many ways a hugely intelligent that's very attractive but also if ever there's someone who could manage a, a rotor, do you know what i mean if anyone could put the work in to manage to fathom how you'd get about 15 blokes involved it would you've probably got a spreadsheet i would trust you to have a spreadsheet Actually, what am I saying? She used to be on Countdown. You probably just have random pictures of your uh, your partners. And then one day you decide, ah, two from the top and uh, three from anywhere else. Oh, speaking of ticking things off lists, we were talking about the weird things you'd like to have on your weird bucket list. Weird things that you'd like to see. They've done some survey, as they always do, and that's what we talk about on the, the show. But strange things you'd like to see before you die. Let's have a look at this one. Jason says, I'd like to drop toast and it land butter side up just once. How long do you think you're going to live, mate? Not a chance, not a chance. And thank you for Debbie on social media gets this one to me. Um, Things I'd like to see before I die. I'd like to see a Geordie in a thick winter coat. If you do, please take a picture of it because I think we need to have that documented and then share it on social media. I'd love to have a look at that. So, yeah. This, there are a couple of news stories actually about miserable ends to relationships. Um, Spending too much time on your phone is set to be the main cause of divorce next year, according to some analysis. But uh, simple solution to that, isn't it? Just get uh, on the GIFGAF network and then you don't get any signal and then um, save your marriage. That one's one's sorted. There's also this news story that said that uh, partners at war over who does the most cleaning, nearly half of women say that their other half doesn't do enough. And then it's about a quarter of men say that their partner doesn't do enough. I I hate these topics because some of them are a bit biased. You might not notice how much work your partner is doing. Because if they cause a bit of a mess, clean a bit of a mess up, then you go, oh, they never do anything. No, you're wrong. You just don't, you don't see problems. I'm slightly annoyed by this topic because my other half, she took uh, my little lad to the local coffee shop for a little drink in the afternoon. And I'd just been pegging out the washing because it's been lovely weather for it. And little lad, little Rory said, peg. And then the woman working in the coffee shop apparently said, why is he saying peg? And my missus said, oh, it's because pegs have been playing with the pegs while his dad's been putting out the washing. And she said, oh, honestly, he puts out the washing once and now all that's all he's known for. What do you mean put out the washing once? I'm the one who does all of the laundry around the house. So a lot of stigma associated with this stuff. My favourite thing is at the bottom of the survey, only a third of couples, around 29% actually, say that they have not rowed over cleaning. And they're the ones I feel sorry for. Because if if you've not rowed about cleaning, you're in a relationship where you just don't talk anymore. So, you know, not long left now. At least it won't be difficult to pack everything in your bags when you move out because you sound quite uh, clean and tidy. What bothers you the most? There's a survey about what bothers people. And it's basically saying that people don't like ants more than they dislike wasps. Which obviously makes very little sense because... We live in a country where the ants can't sting you. Is that right? There's no stingable ants in the UK, is there? I'm now looking around nervously because I pick fights with ants all the time. Can they sting you? No, they can't, right? So people are more worried about ants than they are uh, stinging wasps. The bugs have been named the fourth scariest creature, coming higher than the buzzy pest, which were fifth. Um, what's higher in the thing? Spy- oh, of course spiders. Spiders can bite you, even though you think they can't in the UK. I must have told you this story. When I was about 12, I was walking down the street where I grew up and breathed in a spider, and it bit me at the soft palate the back of the mouth. Because they just the only reason they can't bite us is because our skin's too thick for tiny spiders you get here. But obviously they can bite into flies. And it bit me at the back of the throat, and it all swelled up. So you do want to watch out for spiders. Wasps, they are nasty. They're vicious, aren't they? But ants, I don't know why people get that bothered by them. They... All they do is nick your food, and don't get me wrong. I don't like that, not with a cost-of-living crisis. But still, I think you could beat them in a fight. This news story has tickled me. My missus watches a lot of cookery programs. Um, and so when we were uh, recently, she was, she was bored. She'd finished all of MasterChef, so she watched a lot of Rick Stein stuff. And there was a bit where he was in, in India learning about curry, and he said, basically, that's, it's gravy. But he said, is, is it just gravy or is it a way of life? And I spat my drink out laughing at him. Is it, is it just gravy or is it a way of life? That's now become my catchphrase. So he's now in the news, Rick Stein, um, because apparently he's charging customers two pounds a time for having sauce with their fish and chips. If you want to have mayo, mushy peas, tartare, all those condiments, uh, they come in paper, you know, the little paper pots? You get those. Uh, takeaway customers can get them for pound seventy-five. What? But if you're eating in, it's two quid to have a bit of sauce. Oh, the sauce indeed. Um, And one visitor to Rick Stein's fish and chips here in Padstow, Cornwall, said um, the cost of the extras left them so disappointed. Disappointed. Go around there and give them a, well, obviously a dry slap because I'm not going to buy any sauce for it as well. Um, Having to pay two pounds for the tiniest pot of mushy peas is uh, unbelievable, according to one person writing on there. But that's the thing, though. If you order, of all the different sources, if you order gravy, it's difficult to know if it's that or a way of life. And if it is a way of life, it's worth it for two quid, isn't it? And the, honestly, that, oh, which means we won't really get time to deal with this story. Fashion King Jasper Conrad apparently got rid of a ghost by threatening to have it exercised or it never happened. Either, either way would fit the evidence. I imagine he said, I had a Roberts radio that suddenly would start blaring out at 3am. Wait a minute. Ghosts like turning on the radio. Do you know what? I need the listeners. I'm not I am not not saying anything bad about ghosts. We will definitely like... This show loves ghosts. The ones that listen to the radio, yes, please. Send out some Rage Diaries to them. Lovely. <clears throat> that's the podcast just about done, just to, to cover up the new stories that we didn't get around to in the show. Um, lettuce-loving Brits prefer salad over curries or burgers and chips, according to a survey that is false. What? Imagine... This is the problem with surveys. You're asking people to answer questions about themselves oh do i prefer cramming burgers in my face or eating a healthy salad well do you know actually i think i prefer a healthy salad actually cause you want people to think you think that uh, a dating app is using artificial intelligence to create chatbots to stop people being ghosted is that better you know ghosting where they just decide to no longer reply to you because they're not interested which is hurtful but do you feel more like an idiot that someone thought oh this person's not worth speaking to and a computer had to pretend if ever you bump into that person again in real life you'd be like oh that's weird thing you said about wanting to take over like skynet and they'd be like what no i didn't reply Uh, but this is the new story that we definitely couldn't broadcast red hot lovers are enjoying the biggest bonking weekend you could tell a. We do this show from tabloids. I get a pile of tabloids and rip it up uh, to find what we can use. So apparently the heat wave has increased the amount of... It uses the word nookie here because it very much is a tabloid. Nookie is seeing the mercury rise between the sheets. That doesn't actually make sense, does it? I know that mercury rising is, you know, a thermometer-based euphemism for temperature, but um, mercury is a liquid. Actually, do you know what? Let's not plow down that. Relationship therapist Lucy Beresford said this could be the biggest weekend of the year for sex. The um which is, you know, surprising because we've still got Christmas to go. And uh my birthday. No, that's next year, I suppose. So. Um, well, we're fully up to date on all of the stuff that the news had to offer there. Hopefully that worked for you. Subscribe to wherever you found this podcast. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen and Let's just play the goodbye jingle. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen (coughs) Almost Daily.